Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Coffee Break Podcast. You're joined by myself, Jama. Jeffrey. Mokhtar. What did you say? Jeffrey. Is that what you're feeling today? I'm going for a Jeffrey today. Why? Well, why that name out of all the names? I, I, I just, you know, Jeffrey. Ali. Epstein. I'm just joking. I'm joking. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't know if you're going Teague, Dahmer. You went, to, you, went to, you went to the worst I'm kidding, one. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. This guy had an island, bro. Yeah, he did. I'm just saying. I, whatever he did, welcome. welcome. <laughs> what a way to start a box. I just okay. Hold on. Let's get let's get behind this for a second. Did that nigga really kill himself? I think he, it was a it was a job. That was an inside job, wasn't it? Mm. Where's the shoddy? Is she still in jail? He's, she's yeah. She's still doing her rounds. That's wild. Crazy, right? Why would they kill him and just let her go? Because she she was probably okay with keeping. He's quiet. the whistleblower. Yeah, but she's still talking there, is she not? No, I mean she's she's incarcerated, bro. She's doing time, oh. and not only that, but she's trying to pin everything on him now yeah. since he died. Yeah, easy, so, yeah. Like she's doing. That like, whole TI story that came out that said, "Oh, his cousin, his cousin." Yeah, I saw. Yeah, <laughs> it was my cousin. It was my cousin. It wasn't me. I'm pretty. The man said it was a joke, but who, who knows? Nah, bro. She, Jeffrey may be talking to her in her sleep too. All I know is that there was no video footage of it. So, United States government keeping an eye on you. Yeah, it was an inside keeping job. Keeping an eye. They, they paid some prison dude to so you'll be like yo fam. We're getting you out of five years. Just kill this nigga. That's what I think happened. You guys watch The Wire? Never. I watched two seasons of The Wire, and then I just couldn't get past the third season, man. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I've never I've seen clip, but that's how they killed D'Angelo. Is that like a prominent Spoiler character? alert. It's, it was 20 years ago. I'm no, just I saying, I didn't finish huh? the show. I never watched it. Uh, you know, I already passed D'Angelo that part. <laughs> yo, there's some real, like, yo, I'm not going to lie. The two scenes that I watched of that show, man. Michael B. Jordan is one of the greatest actors. Oh, he was the best character ever. Greatest no, not Michael actors? Jordan. One of the greatest actors, bro. It's a You've kid. Ever bro. seen? As a kid, yeah. Stop this. Same with Mac Wilde. Stop this. You see Mac Wilde's character? No, no, that's later in the show. Oh. But that first, man, I don't, I don't want to get in, like into the storyline of what Michael B. Jordan's story was, but there's a scene in that show in the first season, man, where it's so heartbreaking, it's bro. It's like. Ah, man, your stomach starts to hurt how you bad know, just you feel. Before we get into the topics. Yeah. Hey, my one critique for that dude is... Wait, why did you get so like weirded out when I said he was a great actor? What I was about hell? to get into the point right now. Same. Can I, can I say the point? Right. <laughs> this Lord's yours, sir. Like, I think he's a great actor. Yeah. But the one key thing that I don't think he's capable of is when he gets his emotional, like his emotional being up, he's not able to maintain realism. Like, uh, I, I don't believe him when he's crying. I don't believe him when he's yelling. I disagree, you know? man, because some like he's okay. Aside from like Black Panther, the movie that I really caught a glimpse of Michael B. Jordan's greatness was Fruitvale Station. I was about to say, I and that movie that. was it was just all emotion the entire okay. way through. It was a roller coaster of emotion the yeah. entire movie, and him specifically, he he portrayed that role so perfect in my opinion. Okay, that it made me think that he was actually that person. Interesting. You know? Okay, and and that's kind of where I I base my judgment on his acting skills because I, that's where i kind of started so that's what he's capable of then yeah yeah yeah. but world, he hasn't done that the world has showed that's why the world knows the wire no no the wire he was a kid the yeah the wire he was still a nobody beat. kid you know exactly. and then in when he got to what what year was fruitville station like 2013 it was 2013 still 2013 a kid around there no well he, he was, was a grown he was a grown-up by a then grown man by then he was like in his 20s by then right he's in his 30s right now 40s he's much older than us man what? He's much older than us. Well, how I look. I thought he's like a like 
31. He was like 16 when The Wire was on. And that was in like the early 2000s. Yo, I thought this guy, yo, whatever he's yeah, doing no, with the skincare routine, bro, keep it on. That's, that's a grown man right there. You thought he was around our age? No, I thought he was like at least early 30s. He's 36. Okay, he's not that. He's going to be 40 in a couple of years. Damn. Yeah. That's so interesting. Okay. It's crazy how 36 doesn't seem old anymore. Yeah, it doesn't. It seems like it's like the brink of old. I don't know why he, because he doesn't oh, give off that. 10 years ago. 2013, right? Yeah. yeah. He was 26. Yeah, he was 26. When it dropped. Mod, right? Yeah. That's a movie I really recommend you watching, man. It's it's like, it's a heartbreaking journey. Yeah. But the lead up there is so well done that it's like, wow. You see Just Mercy? No. No. Uh, Jamie Foxx and, and Michael B. Jordan came out in 2019. That, that was, I think Jamie Foxx should have won an Oscar and Michael B. Jordan did his thing. The basically the synopsis of the story was uh they're in the south and it's based on a real real guy. They're in the south and uh Michael B. Jordan playing a lawyer that's trying to help black people basically trying to get people out of prison and Jamie Foxx was a guy that got based some shit pinned on him. So he's he got locked up and going through a bunch of shit and the, their portrayals are incredible. And that's where I noticed yo, Jamie Foxx and some other shit. No, he's on. He's on. Man. Once Next I saw Wraith, once I saw Wraith, dog. That's when I was like, "Yo, Jamie, dog." He's amazing. Bro. He's just. Uh, I think he's one of the most talented people in our generation. Like he in is our, the most, talented, I think. the most talented. Yeah, that's a, that's great. Give me your top five talented, most talented black men in like, history. In history, and <laughs> like okay, but I can only give you just yours. Just yours. Just yours. And I then think we, want, we want more players after. I think Jamie Fox is up there. I think, like he is able to sing, able to, um, he's able to act, and he's a comedian. Like he's he's on like trifecta, you know. Like and he's and not only that, but he does all three relatively on a high level. Yeah, you know, it's not like he's bad at one of them, and mm-hmm. he's you know. Um, let me think of another one. You know, a lot of people may disagree with me on this, but I put Kevin Hart in there. Kevin Hart. I put because let me tell you something. Explain that one. He had such a humble beginning, like he was one of these support, like these actors in yeah. like this trash movies. I think he was in the scary movies. Like he was, he was in one of these. He was in a movie that I really liked. That was a low budget movie. Yeah, Paper Soldiers. Yeah, that movie was. Oh, what, what Beanie Siegel? Yeah, yeah, that movie was dope. Man. Like he, he, like he really started from the bottom, and then his, uh, like obviously, what put him to the top was the fact that he's one of the best comedians of our time. Right. And up like when I was in high school, every night I used to watch like a 10 minute video of just him like doing his act, you know, I really enjoy. And then not only that, but he's one of those few people that made the jump into acting. And I'm not going to lie. I at the beginning, I didn't think Kevin Hart was an awesome actor. I always thought he was the comedic relief. Yeah. But then what changed my mind was I think it was last year where he did like a drama on Netflix, like a short 10 episode type of thing. I think it was with Wesley Swatton Snipes. Snipes. Yeah, story. Bro, th- um, that was great. Like you really see the range of his um, of his acting. Like you always thought he would only play this one role, but you can see if he's given the opportunity, he can excel, you know? True story is called. Yeah, I loved it. Fair enough. And I still think it's a true story. Like I think that's, it was based on a real story. Yeah, okay, man. Um. I think Will Smith is in there. Talk think, about it. 
I think talk like I know it. we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, but he I think he's the first Grammy nominated rapper. Yeah. Ever. Know? Like before he even started this acting stuff, he was a well-renowned actor. Um, I apologize. He was a well-renowned music musical artist, right? The term is renowned. 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 Yeah. My, my <laughs> apologies. He was a respected artist. Yeah. Right? He was, he was. But he was like the thing is, like at that time, he wasn't a solo artist. He was in a group. Oh, wait, he was in a group? Yeah, it was him and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Mm-hmm. Oh, Jazz. I didn't know that. And they had um, that song, Summertime. Yeah, yeah. That was like their biggest hit. I didn't and know that. And then Parents Don't Understand, yeah, they had that track too. And then what the story was that Will Smith had issues managing his money yeah. from his record label. Yeah. And the IRS ended up accumulating a debt on him, which he didn't end up paying. Then yeah. he went broke. Oh, when he went broke, he met Quincy Jones, yeah. who invited him to... No, he met somebody who linked him up with Quincy Jones. Okay. And then the night he met Quincy Jones, yeah. Quincy Jones said, we're going to make a show called The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and you're going to star in it. And he was like, I need you to I need you to do an audition right here, right now. And then he and got then he it. Did it. And, then he, and now... Yeah, 10 minutes said, go memorize this. Yeah, he back. said, go memorize this. 10 minutes, come back. And he bodied that. Best shit come of all time. I so, put that up there with the Bill Cosby show. Uh, Cosby? <laughs> Bill Cosby show. What? That was a great show. <laughs> if you take okay, what? listen. What you, what you, if what? you take the bill, like that let's was just move past this, <laughs> all right? And you know what, Will Smith, I I agree. Let's add him to the list. Who's next? I right, fourth men, right? Men. Okay, because I was gonna put Beyonce in there, uh, but men, interesting. You know, I would say LeBron, but it's I think. Unlike the other guys, I I would I would have to disagree with the that. greatest at one thing. That's what I'm saying. Like he's, but he's not, also a businessman. He's not. He's also a businessman. He's not multi talented. I you know I don't. That's I think that's up for discussion because not only is he, know, man, he was, the he was best at of, what he does. He was ever. In one of the worst movies that we've ever seen ever. Oh, that was such a terrible Space uh, Jam Two. Oh, I tell you, Space Jam Two. Oh my Amy god, Schumer. who dragged us there? Was it you? Nah, it was you. It was no, I was not. <laughs> I did not drag you there. Nah. I did not drag you to no Space Jam too, bro. It wasn't me. It was you. I, it was the other guy. You know, but, you know. Yeah, yeah, it was I know. The other it was, guy. It was it was actually, I don't even think it was him. I think it was another guy after. I think it was another, the other, another, other guy. Other guy. Yo, man, they dragged us there, bro. Holy. <laughs> but that movie was hot garbage. It was so painful. You know, bro. I to that point. Okay, I take I take it out. LeBron's not in there. <laughs> but, okay. To that point, yeah. I was like, Space Jam Two is so garbage yeah maybe am i remembering space job one to be like in my head yeah in my head i'm like i thought that was a great movie well i went home take this in watched it you were a child yeah when you originally watched it exactly why the hell would you be interested in a follow-up to that movie as an adult because i'm gonna get to that because i went home i was like yo am i my thinking is better than it was i went home watched it it was enjoyable Oh, you watched? Space yeah, I watched. Again? Yeah, it was enjoyable. It is, it is much, much. It's an actual good story. Yeah. And I think Michael Jordan is a better actor than LeBron James. I can't tell you right now what the plot of Space Jam 2 was, to be honest with you. He I was have... brought Why? to that world. Why? To beat those guys because Why? they were being harassed. Why? I think I can't Michael Jordan's story, like the, the Space Jam 1 story, yeah. was very logical. It yeah, had it made point sense, A, bro. point B, point C. The, the Martians. We're on a uh, an island or some planet, yeah. and then they were trying to gain some power, and they went to the the Looney Tunes world, and they stole. No, yeah. they 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 challenged them to a basketball mm-hmm. game for power, and they basically said, well, "All right." They wanted to kidnap them and take them to their planet because apparently they're carnival or they're zoo or something. They wanted, yeah, they they wanted they wanted some leverage in their planet somehow. Yeah, 
And then they said, all right, we're going to play basketball for it. And then they went to the NBA, stole Charles Barkley's talent, all these Carmelo and all these other guys. Patrick Ewing. Patrick Ewing. They played the game. They lost. And that was it. That's a very linear story. story. It It was was very well done. And it was very new. Space Jam 2 comes out. Why the nigga doing the same thing for no reason? (laughs) It was such a garbage movie. (sighs) And you know what, what they tried to do to make it appealing? Like, they brought a lot of the Disney in that world mm. to that world. Like, I, there was a little of Game of Thrones. There was a little bit of Star Wars. Yeah. Like, they tried so hard to put relevant things to make it cool. Imagine adding cameos so of other cartoons garbage, to, so to boost the... Bro, it had Ernie. It had Ernie in the fam. And it was still garbage. Like, it had the NBA TNT team. <laughs> like, you know? Ernie would make it bust. Fam, er- <laughs> if you put Ernie in anything, fam, I watch. You know? Like, Ernie's that guy. Ernie, Ernie can end wars, bro. Huh? It hurts. His voice is like, his voice is so. Remember, there's, there's a. I think you posted it. There was a what's it called the end, a club going around of him quoting Boondock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like he knows, <laughs> he, he knows he's talking about, bro. All right, that... so LeBron's not on that. LeBron's. Give not. me your last two, and then we we'll move on from. Who was your hard. first three? Good. It was, it was Kevin Hart. Jamie Fox, Kevin Hart, Will Smith, and Will Smith. Okay. Um, that's that's a hard off the top of my head. I can't think of anyone. Do you have anybody you want to add to that? Yes. Okay, add your add add two to mine. I'll, I'll add one. Okay, and then I'll give Mukhtar the last one. Okay, go ahead. Chris Breeze, yeah. multi talented, multi talented. Michael Jackson, huh? phenomenal. Jackson. Well, let's disclude Michael Jackson because he's like the most talented yeah. person, probably, right? But yeah. Chris Brown, what can he do, fam? You tell me what he can't do. Step hold on a girl. Act. Terrible actor. He was okay in Taker. He was a good actor in Takers, bro. Like, he had a phenomenal role in that movie. Like, he was... I mean, he doesn't act that much, but the, the roles I've seen him in, he hasn't been bad in. No. Can you, can you name me one bad role he's been in? Um, Think Like a Man. Well, he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad in that. Uh, and then what is the football movie? What or football movie? The, was the prison movie where they kind of commercialized that Chris Brown was going to be a main character, but he died off, like, the first couple of minutes? That makes him bad at acting. No, I mean, like, it's just, in my opinion, if he was a good enough okay, actor, okay, they would have kept on, him alive. Hold on. They kept him get, there, there for a cameo. To the bottom of your hate. I don't hate. I love that guy. I mean, we need to get to the bottom. But if, if I'm, okay, if I'm you're putting. You're trying no. to convince me here that nah. he doesn't belong on the list, but LeBron James does, then you. No, that's why I, I dropped LeBron. Kind of a hate. No, because listen, I dropped LeBron. The, the idea was LeBron. Because Chris Brown can sing. Sure. He can dance. Okay. He can that's rap. It. He can act. He can rap. He can draw. He can rap. <laughs> Look at me now. That Look was too live. That's a, that's a cultural <laughs> iconic hit in the rap. O- the o- Let me tell you something. The only reason that song did well, in my opinion, fam, was because of the Busta Rhymes part. You think <laughs> you if, me Lil Wayne didn't go hard? He did, but do people, Brown, talk, about the, do people me- talk about the Lil Wayne Verse? Who, 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 who? You know what? I'm not a lot of people talk about the Buster Rhymes. You can't even uh, say No, don't, fam, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying. What was the challenge? The challenge was you have to do the Buster Rhymes verse. Was there ever a challenge like, yo, let's do the Chris Brown verse? So everything, all success is based off of just challenges, right? Not the, no, not the 110 billion views I'm, that the video got, nah, right? No, what I'm saying is. Not the, not the amount of spins that nah, track nah, got nah. in the club. Niggas saying, look at I'm me not saying, every single day. I'm not saying it wasn't a great song, but I'm saying the success came from that Chris one Brown, dude. Okay, what did Chris Brown do? Did he steal your girl from you? He did probably he, he did, probably would, though. Did, did, did he, <laughs> he did, probably would. Did your girl end up liking a song too much? Like, what was, what's the beef with Chris Brown? Was, are you a you know? fan? You want to know, fam? Are you a big Karuchi fan? First of all, I think she's. I don't know Karuchi, man. Is she still? Is she still she's in the acting. game? She's still in the know. game. 
She, what she, she was on Claws for a long There time. was a solid year that I had the biggest crush on her. Yeah? Yeah, so cute. I go on her IG and see IG her photos looks, from 123 weeks. Did she upload anything new? Did she upload anything new? You don't want to know? Yo, no, I was like 18 whoa, 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 and stupid. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're on camera, man. <laughs> <laughs> I said, did she upload anything new? <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm just, I'm being honest. You know what I mean? But, okay, fine. If you, you add Chris Brown, who are you adding him? Mukhtar, into your last one. So it was Will Smith, Jamie Kevin Fox, Hart, Kevin Hart, Chris Brown. Yeah, who's your last? Uh not not sure who I can add to that list. I have I have I have a random one. Go ahead, Ice Cube. <sighs> Is it acting and and rapping? Acting, rapping. terrible actor. He's an incredible actor. An He's incredible not a rapper. Bad actor. Incredible actor. Come on, man. The guy was in a group called Niggas with Attitude saying, I'm gonna kill you with the AK, this and that. And then he makes a movie called Are We There Yet? And no, he becomes okay. a dad. I'm not not listening. Like no. his versatility. You were just talking about versatility here. It just naturally, that's the skill. I'm not denying the fact that he's one of the best artists of all time. I'm not denying that. What I'm denying is remember at the beginning when I was like, Kevin Hart was always that comedic relief and he was only ever getting these roles that were revolved around funniness. I think Ice Cube is comfortable in that space, which is fine. I disagree. But I don't think that makes you, I think you that know, makes you. Hold on, hey, hold on, hold on. Go ahead. Because he was in Friday and that's a very, very different role from Are We There Yet? Did he pick up a movie like that ever since? I mean, he's not really an actor nowadays. So I, I don't know his range. Like he doesn't. Well, he has acting. What, he, he has what acting. is he famous for? Are We There Yet? And Friday. Those no, are the two, he's not those Friday. Are, I'm talking about this. For Friday? No, I'm not saying he's not. But when mm. people talk about his resume, yeah, they talk about Friday. They talk about Friday uh, and Are We There Yet? Those they the talk only about two the other ones. No, there was there was oh, another. There's a movie he did with Kevin Hart. Like Ride this, Along. Yeah, that's recency bias. But I thought you liked that. I didn't. I th I You're think I don't movie, I don't like right? these movies, bro. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it was an RA movie, but it wasn't the greatest. The second one was worse, but, but the first one. There's was. a reason why he's not getting the same type of offers because he's, he's, he, he can only sell thing. a current type. Let, let me, let me in a different lane for a second there. Ride Along was under his production. Yeah, a lot of some of the movies he's in that lane where he Friday a part of his production. Okay, was a lot of those guys like Kevin Hart's doing now. Okay. They create their own lanes instead of going work for hire. Okay. So that I wouldn't say he's not getting specific roles. No, he's creating the roles that he's getting. But on he... top of the fact that he's he's the owner of a basketball league. Okay. So he's a businessman too. Mm. You were just gonna sit here and discuss LeBron's business acumen. Okay, listen, if we're putting if we're putting Ice Cube in here, then we gotta pull LeBron. Because LeBron is just as much. But LeBron a doesn't have two things he's great at. He's a businessman. What okay. are you talking about? Okay, give me something aside from his business acumen and his basketball skills that he's also very talented at. Because that's, to me, what will put him in this list. We talk about he, he has his hands in so many different businesses. Yeah, but what is he great at? We're talking about great. Okay, what, what do you consider Ice Cube to be great at? A phenomenal musician. Okay, sure. And I would say he's a, he's a above decent average act actor. No, decent. But keep going. Fine, fine. Let's, see, let's put actor. Much better than in. LeBron. Let's, uh, okay, an acting? Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, okay. And, <laughs> and then on top of that, then we can go into what he's doing on the sidelines of her. But then if, if you're like, if what does giving... LeBron James have in terms of talent? Give me the talents he has. Because I just named you two talents that Ice Cube has. Okay. Aside from his business. Okay, let me let me let me tell you why. So here's, Ice Cube is one of the best artists of all time. LeBron James is the best basketball player of all time. Yeah. So I think that has an edge because 
he is the best at what he's done well, ever. Well, we're not talking about just talent. We're yeah, but no, about, no, no. We're talking about multi-talent. But the fact that you're talking about being one of good artists and being a decent actor, I think being the best kind of puts you a little above the edge. But it's not. That's not the scale here. The scale here nah. is that it's quantity of. And talent. also, in addition to that, he's it's a not great the businessman. You brought up the business aspect. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that you could add that to LeBron James's resume. But yeah. what other than basketball and business does he have that he's really talented? What else do you need if you're if you're doing a, so well and so actor. many? Sure. He's made music and he sucked that. Come, that was a music? joke. That was a joke. I mean, he still has a voice. That was a joke. That was a joke. He has a verse out there. Keep going. Keep going. On whose song? Him and KD. It was trying. Yeah, they made a track. Katie like, wasn't oh, that bad. Oh, I never heard it. Katie was pretty Katie solid. Katie was that bad. Katie was pretty solid. I like Katie, but LeBron's just. Yeah. Nah, Why all these basketball players run not rapping? Like I, the only thing, LeBron is a great human being. Like he's he's a, he's very very much a great man yeah. to society, right? But I wouldn't say he's a multi talented black man. I don't know, bro. He opened up schools. That's he's just, making that's, opportunities that's for people. That's fantastic. But like, like, that's philanthropy work. That doesn't require talent. Yeah, but, but it comes from the aspect of how much money he racks in from all his business decisions. But what know? does that have to do with his talents? But he, you, don't, you, don't, you don't associate the fact that he's doing so much for the community to the, like, I just think when I think of like prominent black men. It's not that, that's not the question here. Though. Fair, that's not but the question. I understand. But when I think of, I think he always has to be included in the conversation regardless. I disagree. This conversation, no, because he's not multi-talented. He's in the conversation with the Obama. Didn't we you say know? talented? Did we say multi-talented? Yeah, we said we multi-talented. Said talent. No, we said multi, go back. Go back Didn't to the archive. did we say talented or multi-talented? <laughs> Sir? <laughs> no, no, no. I think, no, no, I think the multi-talented came from Jamie Foxx because we were like, oh, he has this, this, and this. You only watch this shit. Anyways, but I'm saying if, I'm, I'm, if you if you include Ice Cube, you gotta include LeBron. That's all I'm saying. I don't care if you include the fact that he's include, a decent I, actor. I, I can't I can't include LeBron if he doesn't have a second talent. Nah, he's a businessman. I'm not. He's a good father. That's a talent, though. It could be. <laughs> like what the hell? Two of his sons are about to be NBA pro. How is that not a talent, bro? He, he knows what he's doing. It's <laughs> anyway, too weird. Over I, have, I have one more guy. Though. LeBron's sexuals, man. All right, what is it? Ice Cube and LeBron are iron. They're not on the same talent I scale. I, I don't include them. I think LeBron's more talented, but keep going. Okay, uh, Childish Gambino. Sure. Knock That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Get out baby the park. Jamie. Good one. That's, That's a good baby one. Jamie. Knock good it one. out the park. Good Although one. I don't like his stand-up. I don't, I don't, like I don't think he's either, that. I don't think he's a comedian, like, to me. I think he's an actor funny. Like, you know, when he's playing a role? Yeah. I love the comedic relief. That he, he has great, because I watched Community. And he has great Line. reaction. Great moment, he has yeah. great reaction comedy, like yeah. comedy. Facts. Like when he's his his, the way he makes his face look and shit like that when shit's happening, funny. Yeah. But when he tries to like, I seen a little bit of his stand up. It's not funny. He's, and in Atlanta too, he's actually hilarious. He's the show Atlanta. And he created that show. Yeah, that show. Yo, that show is that the show where there was a scene with the prison where the, there was everybody was kind of sitting down. Yeah. And then the the guy was like, "Yo, I haven't seen you in a while." There's girl, and he was like. So he was getting catching up with his girl on the guy's side. Childish Gambino? No, the show, the Atlanta show. Yeah. Am I right? Is it yeah, on it's that show, right? Show. So what was happening? Are you talking was, about an episode in the show? Yeah. So okay. there was, it was, it was a scene. A, it was a prison scene where all the prisoners were kind of sitting down. You watched this? Yeah. Who who's in jail? Dope so, Boy? No. So what happened was Childish. Like I haven't watched the full episode. I just seen that scene. I watched the show a while ago. That's why yeah. I'm so like so, fuzzy. Yeah. Um. Donald Glover's character gets arrested and okay. gets put into a waiting area for all the people that got arrested. Yeah, yeah. And while he's sitting right next to him, a guy 
and he's sitting between a guy and another person. So the guy starts talking to the other person right next to Ch- that's on the other side, Donald Grover. Yeah. And says, oh, I haven't seen you in a while. Oh, you know, this is my girl. Oh, da, da. Yeah. And on the guy all side. of a sudden, a man from that's sitting in front of them so I don't know what you're looking at, but that's a man. Yeah. <laughs> he what said, no, that, that's my girl. We used to do the such and such. And that's my girl. I said, that, that is a man. Yeah. It this was so guy's funny. gay. What the fuck? He was, no, he didn't, he, didn't say, he didn't say that's gay. He was like, nigga, you gay. And then everybody started. <laughs> <laughs> and he started it's trying to defend man, himself, <laughs> trying to involve Donald Glover in this and oh, saying, do you see a man? Is that, why keep inter- is that yeah. a- That was funny. Holy. That's it. That's, I mean, that's one of the best shows on TV. I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. Mm. Atlanta, it's just so clever, man. Little shit like that, bro. It's just the reason why that show is great. There's no real episode. Love it. Yeah. So Mukhtar, good one. I like him. But I like do him. You, I even though this is just we said black men. There's a couple. Like, I've been talking about Issa Rae. This Issa Rae's. Yeah, I think if you were to if pen, you were to put like a woman list, yeah, g- I would general, put her in there. I would put her in there. Issa Rae and the other one. Um, forgot the one that created the shy. I forgot uh, Lena something. I don't know her. I've 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 seen clips of both those shows. I haven't yeah. watched fully Insecure yet. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't watched uh, Lena Waithe. That's who okay. it was. Okay. She created. I don't know if you guys. Wait, that about the the bald girl? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Slim and uh, something from a few years ago. <laughs> no, that Queen and like, Slim. Queen and Slim. Queen and Slim. That's what it was. Like, Where's Queen at, bro? I'm right here. Where is Queen? <laughs> she coming Where the Queen at? She coming past. I'm here. She coming. That movie was made for me, bro. And I watched it with some girl, and it was so awkward, man. Why was it awkward? She was the queen. Like, she wasn't the. I mean, she wasn't the queen. She eh? is a queen, yeah. but she's not my queen. Mm. Bars, bars. But yeah, those two, their pen games crazy though. Are you about to say pause or something? I don't understand. Are you kidding me? That was so corny. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me, bro? <laughs> like, in a world you want everybody to clap, like, Aww. good job. You're so nice. Uh, you know funny. what it is, though? What? He's feeling lonely. I am, man. <laughs> it's a I lonely like city, man. I like that. What can I do? I'm just lonely here city. by myself every day. Every day. No, nah, but you're not alone. Recently, it's been cited that Toronto is the most loneliest city. That's crazy. No, that's, actually, that's, that's crazy. To, you know, like, okay, to get into this conversation, but like, there's an actual study that was brought up mm-hmm. that says Toronto is one of the loneliest cities in Canada. Yeah. Why do you think that is? That's so facts, isn't it? Well, why do you think that is? Because we're so overpopulated, bro. Overpopulated? I don't think there's that many Hold of us. On. My, my theory is that. Well, Toronto specifically is overpopulated. There's not, there's not like just look at the housing crisis that we're in right now. There's no place for people to go and shit. Yeah. A lot of these people that even people that work from out of like work in town, live out of town, are yeah. still commuting to the city. So we're yeah. so congested, and a lot of the time, I feel like this city is very self-focused. Okay. Like everybody's focused on themselves. Yeah. There's very little. There's very little community feel in Toronto, yeah. in my opinion, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe when you get towards, like, the outskirts and, like, the, the outer areas of the GTA, there's more of that feel. Yeah. But within the GTA itself, it's a very lonely city because everybody's so locked in on what they're doing that mm-hmm. there's no time to... There's no time for that community feel, Yeah. you know? So, <clears> like, especially people in our ages that are people are trying to pursue things in life, trying to go for things, trying to seek new experiences, right? A lot of the times, those things are just... 
they're just afterthoughts because you're trying so hard to gain what you're trying to gain in life. Yeah. And then that can like that can make you kind of in your own bubble in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. And then you lose communication with people. These like to, generally speaking, to be honest, if it wasn't for this podcast, bro, I don't know when I would see you guys. You know what I mean? Like we, we yeah, barely but, hang yo, out. That, that's a really good point because even before this podcast, we probably saw each other like once a month, right? Barely. Yeah, like let's let's, Maybe. let's ca- catch up or something. Right? And you know how many times we'd flop on each other? I never flop. I mean, like we'd make plans <laughs> as a group, and then we'd say this, 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 and then somebody. You were the flopper. You were the flopper. You were me. It's you, fam. Yo, fam. Something came up, bro. I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta focus on. I'm like, all right, brother, take your time. Don't maybe work. one time to have, maybe one time to <laughs> have. Take your time, bitch ass nigga. Are you kidding me? I'm yo, always down. I'm always the one that's like, yo, let's go, let's do. To it. that point, bro, I I want to push back. Okay. I I I was researching this topic, you know. Mm-hmm. So, it, the study came out that Toronto is one of the most loneliest cities in the world, right? In the world, I thought it was just Canada. No, no, no it's in the world. Yo. From my understanding, at least, I could be wrong. Maybe it was just this article I was talking about it. I don't think it was the world. I, I'm pretty that, sure that it was, has that stigma already. That's, that's no, right. I'm pretty sure it was just Canada. Okay, sir, sir. Yeah. But it, it would make sense. Second it's the most popular in the world, though. That's huge. Yeah, but the, <clears throat> the way that the study said, it's there's a difference between there's a difference between being alone and being lonely. A lot of people have a community around them, but they just don't feel that connection with them anymore. Mm-hmm. So they feel lonely not being able to connect with the people they were once able to, you know? And I, I thought that was super interesting. Like a lot of people online or like social media, it looks like they have so, such a great group of people around them. But in reality, it's just what they're trying to portray in order to not seem alone. Because mm-hmm. the idea is if I'm alone, I'm scared. Like it's, there's so much connotation around there where I'm scared. I don't know what to do. But mm-hmm. as long as I keep around people, even if I don't have a connection with them, it fills this void in me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. Like for me personally, I don't have that. You know, like when I seen this article, I was like, that's so interesting. There's people who feel loneliness, you know? <clears throat> and then I, you know, I was thinking about at a time in my life where I did feel lonely. And then it's like, I understand where like trying to make a connection when, you know, it doesn't seem like anyone's trying to hold on, you know? Yeah. And it, it could be hurtful. And imagine like, the study says a lot of people are feeling like that. Yeah. You know? And I think a lot of this also stems from COVID. A lot of people just became socially awkward. Yeah, that's true. You that's know? A very, I think like, you, you, you touched on a really good point there. There's a very clear distinction between being alone yeah, and being lonely. Right? Facts, yeah. That's a really good point. And, and I think you hit it right on the money. And let's talk about this too. Because like you, you bring up another good point in COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think some people are still stuck in their COVID ways? 100%. How do people get out of that? How do we as a society kind of get back out there you know because mm. like I, I one thing i do want to note is that like for me for example right like there's there's this there's this office culture that i'm living in where they want more people to come into work and work in the office and be amongst people and you know just see each other face to face but 90 percent of where i work doesn't want to do that yeah they want to stay at home That's they it, like man. the luxury the comfort of being and it's this is an mm-hmm. option to them right mm-hmm. so why would they choose to commute a certain amount of time yeah to go sit somewhere where they truly don't really want to be yeah right mm-hmm. but on the flip side you know I, me i'm not the type of person to completely stay in at home i'll go into the office a few two a couple times a week a couple times a month uh just to get that face-to-face interaction i feel like i need that though you know mm-hmm. i feel like i need that human to human like contact talking to people you know Mm. going outside and having a commute so that i don't get into this loneliness you know but 
majority of my peers and majority of the people I work with, I don't think feel that same need, you know, and it could be based off of what happened in COVID. I understand. But how do we get out of that? You know, you know, you, you, that's, that's so tr- that is so true. And it's like before COVID started, fam, I used to go to the office five days a week. Me too. Right now, that's unheard of. If a company said, yo, you have to come in five days a week. <laughs> what are you talking the about? The Zoom broke? <laughs> and you know, we, we had like a huge meeting recently where the, the CEO was like, yo, y'all are coming. Mm-hmm. We're not. We're, we're getting away from this two, three days a week thing. At one point, all of us are going to be in office. And everybody was like, damn, what should I do? Should I do this? And I'm like, in my head, I love the idea of working from home. I get to sleep in the next hour, extra half an hour. And then I get to just wake up, turn on my laptop, I'm there. But I'm not going to lie, bro, to your point, I really do miss making connections with people at yeah. work, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the, the connections I made when I was younger are the reason I am where I am today, Me you too. know? I agree. And a lot of people take that for granted. Like, you open up your laptop and you think Teams is able to do what you think face-to-face was able to do at one point, right? Mm-hmm. And I can see why people feel lonely at work, feel lonely in their social life, feel lonely when it comes to their personal life, right? It's just people forgot how to love the way you need to interact with people. And people just forgot how to do that. It's like they're so in their own world of trying to maintain their themselves where they forget that there's an aspect of trying to connect with others. Yeah, there's, an, there's a world outside of your house. Yeah. You know, and you know? it's so necessary for humans to have that interaction with the real world so that they don't get into this slump so that they don't get into these like low moods and low self-esteem and low Mm -hmm. energy and then we don't get these reports that showed toronto is one of the loneliest cities in canada it makes sense to me though there's so like it's such an odd it's such an odd report because toronto i feel like is one of the most engaging cities from afar yeah right Mm -hmm. there's so much welcoming here when it comes to just ethnicities and cultures and just differences in people that it's so it's such a utopia for that but everybody seems to get stuck in their own life stuck in their own journey stuck in their own issues and you know roadblocks and 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 burdens that they stop kind of interacting with the the rest of the world yeah you know and that's now becoming a a real thing for the city and one thing that i i want to do in my life at least to kind of help myself feel more integrated with the community is to be more is to be more active in what's going on when at least when the weather is good you know like okay. if there's like a, a parade or if there's like a, a a community gathering or like a a citywide event that's going on i'm gonna make sure to try my best to be at those things you know yeah. like especially the once in a lifetime things like when the raptors have a, a championship parade and stuff like that i'm gonna be present for those things because those are the memories that will build you for life you know what i mean like being amongst the community, being amongst different people that you don't know, all just in unison and joy and happiness. That is something that you crave as a human being, but you don't necessarily know you need when Mm -hmm. you don't have it, you know? So it's like little things like that. I think you can help yourself to get out of your loneliness or out of your shell, but it all, it's all going to start from people putting their best foot forward. You know, this is, this isn't a, a, a rhetoric or a theory or an ideology that's going to just die overnight. No, that's true. And to be honest, right now we were talking about it in the sense of just like community, but in the sense of like romantic, like I honestly think even before COVID, the whole social media movement and the whole online thing, people have kind of, and I say this all the time, people create like this online version of themselves, right? Mm -hmm. And then when they, they get so comfortable with this perfect, 
profile that they create that sometimes they associate their whole personality to them. And then when you go into the real world and people notice that's not actually how you are, it's like you're trying to maintain a version of yourself that you created through a monitor, mm -hmm. you know? And I think this all started with social media because prior to that, people were kind of forced to get out there. You were forced to go play basketball outside. You were forced to go do something. Because mm -hmm. before then, you were able to connect otherwise like phone calls or something, right? Yeah. But now you that... Don't do uh, yeah, I'd rather die than pick up the phone. Still. This guy, <laughs> rather die guy than... he won't FaceTime you. Uh, nah, he won't call you. Weird. He won't leave you a voice note. It's like, you want to get into that, bro? I mean, what, no, what let me, is your yo, fear? Let's, let's, let's get back to what this. What is your fear? Let me tell you something. Why do you not want to call niggas? I just think, bro, if we really need to connect, uh, I'll come to you. I'll come pick you up or like we'll meet somewhere. Like I don't need a, a whole phone call, bro. Like That's so easier. No. Nah, Why just... do you need to get out of your house, get in your car? Ben guy. I think that's better connection than like, yo, what's up, bro? How you doing? You good? No, no, no. You good, no, bro? No, no, you good? No, 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 no. I don't, I don't need to talk to you like that. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's not get this twisted here. Niggas don't want to hear, niggas don't want to hear your how was your day. We want to actually have real conversations with you about stuff. And this nigga's like, I'm going to come to you. Yeah, why not? It's better face to face. A two minute conversation. A two-minute conversation on the phone. Bro. I'm going to drive halfway across town to tell you face-to-face. -to -face, no, where if, is if logic? There's, if there's something that can be communicated via text, if it's something that has to be, like, more than a text message, I'm coming to you. Why not just pick up the phone? It has nah. a, your, your, your Especially phone. Especially FaceTime, bro. FaceTime is so awkward. So I have, I'll have the phone like this. Yeah, what's up, bro? Is it called the <laughs> iText message or is it called the iPhone, fam? What do you want? What's the it's called the iPhone for a reason. You're supposed to use the phone. No, no, no. You don't even acknowledge that it has a calling ability? No, it's a smartphone, fam. It's supposed to be smart. It has phone still in it. No, no, it has a text message. What does phone do? F phone? What does phone do? Yo, it's supposed to, you know, phone. <laughs> so phone niggas, bro. <laughs> nah, I'm not phoning nobody, fam. <laughs> I don't fa no FaceTime, no, no phone call. Like, don't even send me a voice note, fam. <laughs> like, don't send me nothing. If I need to hear you, on I'll come back, to see you the real person. He'll he'll never post himself <laughs> on a story ever. I don't I think that's common. No. Am I supposed to? I mean, you're just, you're very against putting your voice and your face on your phone. Fam, Unless it's, look you know, what I'm doing. I'm doing this. What are you talking about? If I wasn't about? here, Mukhtar was here, would you ever, ever Why would I this? talk to myself? Yeah, imagine this. Let me do a monologue right now. Do a monologue. Welcome to another episode of the Coffee Break Podcast, where we talk about everything. You see, you see how awkward that is, bro? Isn't that, isn't that what your man Keith Lee does? Oh, no, no, no. He does food review. He's, that that he voice food. you just turned on was You would him. never do a food review. You know, I was actually thinking about doing that one. You would never do it. You're contemplating it now because you're like, would I be a waste dude? No, I don't. I, it's not about would I be like, it's more like. If I, like I'm the type of person, if I start something, bro, and if it, it's not a good end product, I'll be so ashamed of myself. Like I want it to be a good version. And then even if I upload it, we're getting to the, is this good enough? Like, is this standard? So why don't you use that same mindset when you're calling niggas? <laughs> Really? My voice nice. No, the Am best I talking properly. My communicate. No, it's not like I don't care, bro. Like if it's like if it's if it's not a text message, bro, I'm gonna come see you. I think, and a discussion. Honest, I think I think I think maybe your job ruined you. Wow. With Microsoft Teams and Zoom. And I hate Slack. that shit, bro. No, it's maybe, not even. Maybe they maybe they spoiled it for you, but you know you can always pick up the phone and call me and Mokta. We're your brothers. We love. I you, ain't man. calling, fam. If, you, if I die, you're getting a text message from me, like yo, fam. 
Do you I'll hear? see you in the afterlife. That's yeah. exactly how it Guys, I just died, Guys, I just died. I'm in Jahannam. Sorry. <laughs> fam, that's how you're going to hear from God me. Damn, nigga. I'm never, you're never going to get anything out of me like that. Not but, even a voice note? Do I look like, fam, if I send a voice note, it's me saying some dumb shit. Like I sent a friend of mine a, a hook that I thought would be good for a song. Okay. He's about to mix it. Yeah? You want to mix it, Are we talking about the voice note? Yeah, off the voice note. Yo, hold on. <laughs> writing cred? Yeah, writing, writing cred. cred. It was amazing, fam. So I see stupid shit like that, but it's not, not something like, yo, mom, how you doing, bro? You good? You good? Why should I ask people what they're, how they're doing? Yeah, why is it always, how's your dating? Like, why can't it just be like, you yo, You think you can help you me with something? Yo, you think, you think we could, you see that's stupid. It's dumb. Why? It's not worth it. Okay, let's say, okay, let me give that's you a scenario. Maxwell, you're on the highway, you're on the highway, and you're running late. Yeah. And somebody asks, how long will you be? I'll call you for that. Like, no, I'm not stupid enough. Like, if I'm if we're going to see something, I'd be like, I yo, just need, I, I wanted to two know minutes. the threshold of where your nah, calls are. No, no, like, like if I'm running late to something, or yeah. if I'm like if I'm on the road and I'm not sending you a text message, yo, I'll be there in two minutes. Which you haven't done ever. Yeah, because I'm never late. What the hell's a poof? What the hell's a You're not touching the monitor thing, bro. Nah, but he's got the he's got the dash now, nah, you know? Dash. First off, this guy got a new amazing car. car. And the car, the second you get in, the dashboard is right there. It's right there. His phone number, all that, all the it's people right he needs there. to call, dot, 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 right. But you can't text on that. So what's the point? You can text on yours? Yeah. You have a luxury car, though. Bro, we in this. <laughs> we in this bit. That's a fresh one. I love that car. It's, a, it's, it's like a. If like, I could trade with you for a week, I would. Deadass. I really deadass. Your car's better. I don't think so. Yeah, I think your car eats more gas, though. It does, bro. My, my car is amazing on gas. But your car looks 110 to fill it up. Yeah. Mine's 50 bucks. You're mad. Yeah, you're right, still. It's a beautiful Japanese brand. I love that. Yeah, you're right. But yo, back to, back to, what, what? And that's why Toronto's such a lonely city. God. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I got, I got real love for Germans, man. Germans, nah. they're some of the funniest sounding people ever. I got, I, I can't do that. Can you do that? Nah, I wish I could. I wish I could. I feel like Mokhtar, you can do it. To me, it's like German, <laughs> Russian, Indian. Well, in, in conclusion to this, honestly, I think go outside more, you know? Obviously, it's going to get... You think going outside? I think it's going to get cold and we're going to see a lot of people just being in their hibernation period. Yeah, yeah. But as soon as it starts to get warmer outside, this is what, our third year after post-COVID? Well, I think everything started subsiding. Two like, years ago? Everything was lifted mm-hmm. as of... Last year, January, in my opinion. So 2022 or 2022? Yeah, 2022. The start of 2022 is when things started getting back to normal. Okay, so from 2022, January, and we're going into 2024 summer, right? Yeah. I think that's a decent amount of time for people to start getting back into the, you know, getting back into community, you know, like reintegrating with the community. Yeah. And I feel like this summer specifically, there'll be a lot more events. There'll be a lot more things to do. Yeah. There'll be a lot more places to go and see. And we just as citizens of Toronto need to take advantage of that time because we only get what four months of good weather, five months if of that. good weather a year, yeah. maybe. Mm-hmm. So at those times, I feel like to avoid this loneliness, this epidemic we're going through, try and get yourself out there, try and go and see people, meet new people, try new things. Like I said, Toronto is like a melting pot for different like cultures and diverse things to do and try. So yeah. when it comes to it, try and get yourself out there a little Best bit more. Parts, you know, no. that's no, one of the, the that. Best pieces of advice I can give for that. No, I told <clears throat> you. You could have said you couldn't have said it better. Still, I just I think leaving the house is step one. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if you leave the house and just join initiatives, bro. Mm-hmm. Like if you were to be in like a stupid ass club, like a fucking 
Like if you that's, were to that's j- a perfect way to introduce something. Like, like you know, just join, like join a club, bro. Like you're gonna find people there. Like what? Do you, like imagine you just join like a checkers club. I was in a sewing club last summer. Stop, dude. Yeah, I was in. Really? It was not even a club. It was like a, a sewing class. Did you make like, Did you make any friends out there? Yeah. Well, everybody there was just like an old lady, you know. <laughs> but I still text those women every now and then. Like they give me tips. You know? Oh, how did how did they share things? They embraced me. I'm not gonna That's lie. Hilarious. They were treating me like I was their child. It's because you, for, I think it was so left field for you to be there. They're like, yo, we gotta make sure he has a good experience. You know? Bro, there's there's this one lady that I still keep in touch with, and she sends me like different stitching patterns and like different creative ways to like make your your garments look cool. And like, we so locked in, man. You see, we so locked in. Perfect, perfect. Like, well, that's exactly what I mean. Like, you would never expect to make connections with people not not in these settings right like what are the chances if you were to be yorkdale one day would you have talked to her never you know like being in these be areas by each other without any conversation exactly like being in these areas where you, connections are easier to make mm-hmm. i think is the best way to kind of combat these loneliness factors you know because mm-hmm. I, I just think that's so sad like, i think honestly like uh, another t- another <laughs> tip i can give to people would be um pursue what you love you know, like if you're into like for me, it was like this summer I wanted to become really good at sewing yeah. for my, my clothing business. And I jumped into a sewing class five weeks, you know, like things like that. Like you not only can you build your skills, build yourself, but like interactions with other people, you know, like mm. you never know the goodness in somebody until you actually interact. with them. You yeah. know, so like for me, me and a bunch of these old ladies, we're locked in. We're here. We're here. <laughs> they're my they're my aunties. I love them all. That's amazing. And, you know, so like. Things like that, honestly, for me, they help me um, prosper in terms of like, you know, just being a, the best version of myself yeah. and it helps me feel like I'm actually a part of the community rather than feeling lonely, you know? So it's a sad, it's a sad report that's come out, but there's things that we can do to better ourselves to get out of this. Facts, you know? yeah. It's, no. it's Toronto, baby. We in the six. Not really. I, I'm, I'm making dua for these people because mm-hmm. sometimes being alone mm-hmm. is one of the worst feelings, bro. Yeah, Especially man. feeling lonely in, in a sense where you're with people. Mm-hmm. It's it's a type of void that's very hard to fill because you're assuming if you're with people, mm-hmm. this void is going to be filled, right? But yeah. even when you're in the presence of people and you still feel this way, it's a whole t- another type of problem. You know, I so inshallah, people are able to come out of that, mm-hmm. you know? I agree. Drake, right now, he's trying to hold the audience accountable Yo. by dropping next album. Yeah, the nigga dropped the second project. In- I heard it. Did you hear? I heard. I, I listened to all the songs once. Yeah, gave it a little skim through. Um, this okay. I'm gonna keep this short. Drake to me is at a point where I can't listen to him anymore. At all. At all. I don't like. Yes, he's a great rapper. I would say like above above a lot of the rappers that are out right now very 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 talented in like wordplay you know ability to write raps he's up there with the best the content and rap he's rapping about miss me with that shit mm. i don't give a fuck how much better you are than other rappers bro like to be honest with you with all due respect man like I, that works for other people but for me i'm more into the conscious style of rap i'm more into the life thoughts or aspects of life that people get you like lyrical stuff. I like, yeah, I like, I'm not saying that what he's doing right now isn't lyrical. Mm. He's still, like I said, wordplay, bars, you know, double entendres and all that. Like all the rapping ability is there. It's at a high, high, high peak yeah. in his career. But the content is like, I can't listen, I can't, I can't get out of my head the picture of a 37 year old guy trying to 
constantly tell people that they're not on his level in different ways. Yeah. You know, we know that. I've been knowing that for so many years that I just don't care anymore. Like Drake to me has been at the status he's been at for probably eight, eight to 10 years. Yeah. <clears throat> so to me, none of this is new. You know, I don't need to hear in different ways. I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. I'm great. I'm the GOAT. I'm the GOAT. I'm the GOAT. I'm the GOAT. I don't care about that. Is it more, competition or is it ego? To me, it's more so of an ego thing because there's no one to compete with. There's literally no one to compete with. Yeah, yes. there was a track with J. Cole on there mm -hmm. that he went back and forth with. But I still think that in comparison to the two, one is rapping about actual content and the other is rapping about himself. You enjoyed the J. Cole verse yeah, over? I very much did. Yeah, because yeah, it included your name in it. That's fine. <laughs> Like some, what did he say? He shouted me out. Yeah, he did. He shouted, out my, he shouted out my Govi and my occupation, fam. Yeah, he did. IT and the nigga's full name, fam. He said, like, <laughs> I, he said, my name is Muhammad Ali, like I got a job in IT. <laughs> that's that's, 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 that's life, crazy. That's mod, right? That's crazy. That's mod. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, yeah. just, just in that sense, like, the man, like, he's not rapping about anything to me. You yeah. know, he's rapping about himself and how much I'm better than everybody and you guys are shit. And then, on top of all that, then it, the, the flip side of that is constantly shitting on women. You know, exactly. my ex ain't shit. You ain't shit. I was with this girl and now she's with this guy and now she's doing this and this. And it's like constantly just, we're just going to shit on the girls that I know. We're just gonna, I'm just going to shit on all these girls that I know over and over and over let and over throw, again. Let me throw something in there though. Isn't that the age of, like what, what Drake has been applauded for for so long right now is the fact that he can stay youthful. He can stay in the mix and he can stay out front. Mm -hmm. J. Cole and Kendrick have built, those are the three that everybody talks about, the, the greatest of this generation. They've built the persona of, I'm going to rap, I'm going to drop something, and I'm going to go away. Him, he's built the persona of, I'm still out here, I'm still present, present like the other ones, and I'm still the most marketable person mm -hmm. as the face of rap. Mm -hmm. So him being youthful and the age that we're in right now of the drug users and the uh, well, my girl did this to me, so I went this, down this path. And yeah. Isn't that the age of today? And that's, that's this isn't what we've been applauding him for, that's being my, youthful and staying with That's my exact gripe with this. This is not me saying that, stop doing this. This is not working. This is clearly working. Mm -hmm. This is clearly making you successful. Go at it 10 times. Go 10 times harder if you have to, Drake. My thing is, my personal gripe with this music that's coming out today is that it's not music for me, you know? Like, I like to listen to rap to look up, to be inspired, you know, to look to, as somebody as a role model. I can't see somebody who's trying to appeal to people younger than me as a role model in that sense, you know? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't move in the same ways as Drake when he has relationships, you know? Like, I don't move, as, like, I, I'm not Drake level anything, you know? Right? So I can't relate to that style, that lifestyle per se, right? And then I can't incorporate some of that into my lifestyle because that goes against who I consider myself to be. You know, like I'm not going to be, if I get out of a relationship with the girl, I'm not just going to shit on her. You know what I mean? There's going to be points and there's going to be impacts in that relationship that got me to where it got me to, right? And I'm not just going to get with somebody just because I'm this type of person, you know? I'm, I'm going to get with somebody based off of who they are, you yeah. know? So like certain aspects of Drake's life, I cannot relate with at all. So to me, it's like, there's the relatability factor is completely gone. So I can't personally see myself continuously listening to this guy's mm -hmm. music as his career goes on because it's not for me anymore, mm -hmm. you know? And that's my only gripe with him. It's still great music. I'm not saying that he's making shit music, but the content is just so far left from what I'm just generally interested in 
that I just can't consider him to be a GOAT status rapper, in my opinion. You know, of course, to the masses, yeah, and to numbers wise, yeah, but numbers don't do anything for me. Status doesn't do anything for me as the listener. I just like, I'm only gravitating towards the body of music and the content in which it was produced or in content what, of what was produced, you know? So I got you. In that sense, I'm 100% done with Drake's music. 100% done? Mm -hmm. Just going to be background music for me from now. <clears throat> no, I listened to it. The EP that he dropped. It's not bad. The first song, incredible. And thoroughly enjoyed the wordplay. Like, for, I kind of, I disagree with you. Um, I think what he does is incredible. And I understand what you mean, though. But I think you consume music differently than most people. Yeah. You know, like, for, yeah. like, for example, I like a lot of these trap music where they talk about gun, drugs, like all this, the way that they do all this stuff. Mm -hmm. I have never done any of that stuff. You know, like, I can't relate to it. However, I just love the flow of it. I love the the, the environment, the mm -hmm. place that it puts me in. Yeah. I think it, it, it just does me well, you know? But that's what I consider <clears throat> to be background music. That's not music I'm actively listening to. It's music that's on, that yeah. I'm enjoying the energy of, no, you know? I, I got to disagree. I, like, do you when, ever... Do you, yeah. When it comes to Drake, that's not... For me, it's not background music. Like, mm -hmm. there are some albums that I go to mm -hmm. that are just banger after banger. It's like... There's some stuff that he says and some like, you know, like the, the, the 7 a.m. stuff, like, you know, those mm -hmm. like there are some songs that he has where it's just you listen to it and it's like you're reliving moments in your life where he's talking about these certain things, you know? I agree. But my rebuttal to that is there's not enough he, of that. There's not enough no, of that. No, no. What? My point is that that to me, why, why I consider that to be why I consider his music to be background music. I'm not saying that his music is unlistenable. I'm saying that. The song that I'm into today, yeah. I'm not listening to with active ears. Yeah. You know, I'm not listening like the the song, even the songs like 8 a.m. and Charlotte and all those yeah. songs. To me, those are one time listens. Okay. I get what I need from it. I don't, I, I'm not spinning back to that in January. Okay. I'm not putting that in my playlist to go to work. And I'm not, that's not transitional music. To yeah. me. That's just a momentary music, you know? But the songs that he does release that are like the bops and like, you know, like, um, what's the one that just dropped on the last album? Yeah, but Jumbo, no, not Jumbo Town. The last album. Uh, first, what would Pluto shooter? do or something like that? First place shooter, no? For, no, that's... With that's, J. Cole. That's not a song I'm talking about, but on uh, that album... The one with Scissor? The no. album he, talking he about made the, fun of for? Yeah. There's a track called What Would Pluto Do? It's yeah. kind of like Jumbotron. Yeah. It's a really great song to me. I fuck with that song yeah. a lot, right? But like I said, I'm not listening to that with active ears. That's just going to be in the background. Okay. You know, that's okay. just to me what I consider what to be background down. music, yeah. you know, like transitional music like if i'm commuting somewhere or if i'm going to the gym or if i'm you know like i'm playing something like i'm playing games i want to put music on in the background yeah. right as opposed to songs like back in the day i might be too strong out on confidence over that's a bop that i can still actively listen to yeah i might be too strong out on compliments overdosed on confidence starting not to give a fuck and stop fearing the consequence that's cleverly written some of that stuff right now though like, i disagree I, like i can like if i if you and I sat down one time, I was like, yo, this album had this song. This, like, first place shooter, I thought he did an incredible job. I know J. Justine, Cole. Justine, Charlene, Chablene, Marlene. <laughs> Are we talking about the same nigga? And I pack them in my phone like they sardines. Yo. <laughs> Is that the actual life? That's the yeah, actual life. That's the actual life. <laughs> Like, what are we talking about? How do you memorize that? I listen to music, bro. <laughs> like, Yo, that was I pack them in my phone like they sardines. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Brother, you have a child. 
<laughs> what the fuck we talking about? That was fucking funny. Unbelievable. <laughs> I'm just like, yo, like, I, I still feel like, to me, man, it sounds like I'm a hidden ass nigga right now because Drake is that nigga in Toronto. And I, <laughs> yeah. I supremely give him the flowers he deserves, bro. But to me, a lot of what Joe Budden said was right on the money, bro. Like, miss me with that shit. It's not for me. I, I don't, I don't. Is it wrong for me to say I don't like this nigga's music? It's not wrong, though. That's just my opinion, right? No, because I, just to my point, I remember there was a time where we were in union. I asked you, oh, who's your favorite artist? And you said, yo, he's Drake. Is he Drake? Yeah. So I find it interesting now that you're like, I can't relate to his stuff anymore. Because at a certain uh, time, that was your favorite. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because I, like, there was still an aspect of Drake towards, like, where he, like, I think maybe like 2016-ish was like, I thought Scorpion, Scorpion was a great album. You didn't like that? It was a good album, yeah. It was, good. but it wasn't like to me. It was, it wasn't at the status in which I already originally had Drake to be in. You know, like he had, he had, he put himself at a high, high, high bar. I think that's my most replayed. And album. he has never, to me, has never re- reached that bar. What take care? He's never. Well, nothing was the same. If you're reading this, like I think after that era, yeah, that's when he was like, all right, I'm gonna go. Let me just start giving people music very fast yeah. and in a. a very quickly so that they don't forget about me you know so like digestible music you know microwave music yeah and i think that i think that way of making music started with like future and migos and like atlanta kind of adopted that and drake just kind of ran with it you know so like go to each their own if if you don't really i understand i just made a great point i feel like i hear the effort in the songs nowadays Mm-hmm. I can hear there was one day spent on this versus two months spent on this. Well, he did say this album or this EP took him five days. Yeah. He did say that. So how can I, I can't. But I just that. think it was still enjoyable, bro. And to me, it's like, I don't, I don't see, I don't see Drake the same way I see other artists. You know, I put him in the same classes, like the J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar, yeah. you know, yeah. those guys, even in the Jay-Z class, you know, like I, I put him amongst those guys. Yeah. But to me, he doesn't produce. The that, quality yeah. in which those guys produce. It's a separate era, though. No, I'm just in just in general. I'm just just talking about his main group of people he came up with, like the Kanye's. You know, the that group of people initially. Yeah. Those guys tend to put in a supreme amount of effort into their music. You know, even guys like Lil Wayne, who doesn't write, right? He doesn't write a single bar, but mm. every song you can hear this nigga is putting in so much work on the wordplay, on the mm. bars, and everything. Like he doesn't half-ass anything. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of Drake's music is half-assed, you know? You know, and that's just my be. opinion. I am just a guy in Toronto with no say in what Drake does anything. So please do not take that as hate. That is hate. Though. It's not hate. It's just uh, a personal opinion. A couple <laughs> it's a personal opinion that I have about music I have listened to. That's Nothing to do with the guy. The guy himself is the guy. Probably yep. will get a statue in the That's not the part of. I'm going to clip, though. Who said, you, who said you're going to clip it? I'm going to clip it. Who said you're going to clip it? Who said you know I'm the password sure. to the podcast? Okay. I'm going to make sure that the point that goes viral is that one point that you said, bro. So you're going to me? You're gonna make me go viral? <laughs> Daddy. I got you, bro. Got, you think it's time to wrap up now? How long, how long have we been going? An hour and eight minutes. Okay. That, you think that's enough? What do you think? What else is on there? Uh, Are, Diddy, what? Snoop Dogg, and 1230. 1228? Yeah. Uh, 1228? I read a lot to be here. Also, we'll talk to him after. Okay. Because... I, I asked him, he said he had nothing to do after. I'll okay, talk to him. Does that mean we have to pay $30? We'll, we'll talk to him about a price
Uh, so you want to see? You want to? Diddy, it's Snoop Dogg, and it was. Um, I think the Diddy topic will, we need more time for. Yeah, that one. There's a lot going on for there's us. There's a lot going on, and not gonna lie, it's a lot of jokes I can get off. Yeah. Yeah, just Diddy and. It's a serious topic, though. You don't I'm getting that. off jokes. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Snoop Dogg stopped smoking weed. The, the oh, you want to quickly d- just dive into that? Real yeah, quick? let's go. Right. I want to, but I want to hear the like the the top five rappers you guys feel, but top five rappers. Yes, most listened to because oh, you said a, a lot let's of do it. Me, let's do it for each of you guys because you said Person, it doesn't have to be your conscious rap and things. So who of this era falls in the other than J Cole and Kendrick? That's that's the thing. I don't listen to this era's music just for that reason. Who's okay, but. To that point, Mufta, I love that question. Who are your top five rappers from this generation? Good question. Good question. From this generation? Mm-hmm. Number one, I would have to say Travis Scott. Okay. Is he this generation? He's the, he's the yeah. last generation. No, okay. No, I I, like he's leader I'll, say, he's I'll, leader say, when, I'll say from right now. I'll say from right now. He came on like, let's say anybody who's relevant right now. So yeah, that's that's of Tyler. Okay, he didn't get hot till okay, 2016. But let's say, let, let me switch the question. Let me switch the question. Let's say, who are your top five rappers right now that are relevant? Travis Scott's not relevant? No, I wanted to add Travis Scott to it. That's right. Because if you okay. say this generation, it becomes a, a toss. You know? Okay. Um, good question. In order or no order? No order. No order. Okay. Travis, Cole, um, K-Dot. You're not putting Drake in there? Drake, yeah, he has to be in there. No, let's say J. Cole and Drake, those are synonyms to everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, let's keep them out of it. Yeah. I would say K dot Travis. Um that's the thing. I listen to so much more R and B than rap. That... Include R and B Include R and B? Okay, the yeah, weekend. No, 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 no. We're making it too easy for you. Now I want rappers. I don't listen to rap. Okay, fine. But right. I mean, uh, the, the thing is, like the thing <laughs> is, I'll give you I'll give you an example of what I mean by my gripe towards even Drake. I don't listen to that, like this new style of rap so much yeah. that I go back into like the 2000s and the 90s of people who I've never heard yeah. that I know are nice and just get in, like into them. Mm. You know, like I got, into, I got into Lauren Hill recently, like really big into Lauren Hill recently. I got into incredible. Who else? Uh, I got I, I had a big mob deep phase last summer. Big mob deep yeah. phase. Yeah. I R&B mean, prodigy. like that RB prodigy, man. Okay, so what's your top five? Top five? Okay, right now I'd say. Can I, can I check my phone real quick? Yeah, go ahead. I need to know this, man. Because I've been listening to a lot of weird shit, too, man. Let's so that's my phone over there? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was his phone. That's a this phone. <laughs> I was like, yo, because me and this nigga, we have the same fucking So why phone, would I bring my well, your phone out of my phone? I was like, yo, I was like, yo what, why is it at your side then? You put it there. I put it there. Yeah. Why would I put it all the way there? I don't there? know. <laughs> that's funny. Um, okay, I'll give you, I'll give you some. I'll give you some. Okay. From today, even mm-hmm. Travis Scott, Don Tolliver. Um, Don Tolliver, interesting. I fuck with Don Tolliver. That nigga is nice. Um, Future, Future. That's yeah. the the trap king, the trap king. Um, let's see. This is tough, man. Like I don't give a lot of gunna. I'm gonna say Gunna. I really, really enjoy Gunna's music. Interesting. He's one of my favorite artists. How much is that? Four. That's four. And then, the stamp it. You're doing rapper right now, right? Yeah, rapper. Okay. To stamp it, ah, I feel like I'm gonna be dissing. Ah, man, dead air is bad air, but 
Spoiler, just put that person in. All right, so I'm gonna just say I'm gonna just say the Migos, just in general. Migos, as a group, as a group yeah. Because I like individually all three of them yeah. for mm-hmm. different reasons, yeah. but since they're not a group anymore, I just say the Migos. For, for me, Quave was on mine. Quave, so Quavonius. <clears throat> so I got, I got Quavius. It. So in no order, because I really fuck with that new Quavo album. Quavius. Quavo. Mm-hmm. Nav. Nav. The yeah, brown boy from the six. I love Nav, bro. You know he went to TCI. Did he? Yeah. Didn't know that. Crazy. <laughs> So, he's like 80 years old, too. Bro, he's like 30? In his 30s, bro. He's like, what, 35? That's 80? That's 80, bro? <laughs> that, to me, that's 85. <laughs> We're not that he's far off. Nah, he's somewhere. Okay, wait. He's like 92, baby. Somewhere. So, Quavo, Nav, Travis. Damn, who are the It's five? tough, right? Rappers aren't, are they're the not five? that hot. Would you consider Little Uzi a rapper? Yeah. Yeah. Uzi yeah. A rapper. Right, that's, that's one of your guys. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know if he's a rapper. He's a rapper, bro. Cause like don't don't consider I just want to rock and shit. Consider yeah. all his music. Okay, then because I there's like there's I just a rock. Yeah, you know. Okay, fine. That's four. The fifth off the top of my head. If I'm not gonna include my favorites, um, I hate Future so much. What about the guy that you're showing me on TikTok? Which guy? Oh no, he. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I just support him because first of all, he's incredible. He's a Canadian. He's yeah. so. He's so beyond talent. No, he he's amazing. And I know at one point he's going to be really... Because right now he's selling out shows. You got me Toronto. into one of his songs. Yeah, Spin probably. No. Which it's one? called Gasoline. With I got guy. you into that? Yeah. Okay. Jesus. Is it the, the Nick? Nick D? <laughs> Yo, come. What? What? What's his name? What's his name? If it's Nick D, I would slap this shit out. I want to fight it. I would, I would slap this shit <laughs> That's funny. But sorry, what... What was your five? So, what was Quavo? the guy's name? Uh, something C. I don't. Central C. Nah. I can, I'll tell you later. But, I feel like it was Cody something. Or... Nah, it's no, something. I don't think it was Cody. Caleb something. Oh, okay. Metro Boom. Uh, thank you. He's not. A, he's not an artist. Yeah, not an I mean, he's not a. He's not a musician. But I love. He's not I love. Fam, that album, the the Heroes and Villains album. Fam. He's coming out with an album with Future. Really? Yeah, him and Future. Why are you doing that? You could do so much better with. Technically, Feature's on a lot of the songs. So is Feature going to be on every song? Yeah. I don't want that, bro. Nah. That's his like... album. <laughs> I don't want that. Because I like, I like how Metro Boomin, it's, he incorporates a lot of different artists. He has an album with Big Sean. In what? Like 2014? He might like, what, 2019? Really? Yeah. I thought Big Sean was out of commission for years. He, he yeah. dropped something recently? I mean, he has Janae. What else does he want? Yeah, right. Still. He's okay. Lucky. He lucky. So my top... He had a baby, bro. My, yeah, it's a beautiful kid. You saw the kid? Yeah. Wow. Is it more look like... Actually, no. Did, did that kid even give birth? I don't even know. I just know... That guy's going to go, beautiful kid. Yeah, fam. Anything, that random, comes, anything <laughs> Janae related. Beautiful. She's one of the most beautiful people in the industry, fam. So I, I, I would be shocked if something that came out of her was There's beautiful. a theory that she doesn't fart. <laughs> can, I understand, can I get where you got that from? Where did you get that from? Where, what, what, what part of the internet were you on? Twitter. Twitter. Yeah. What, what type of thread was that? They say she doesn't fart. And who confirmed that other than her? God. <laughs> I don't know, man. I'm just telling you what the people say. Why are you acting like that's coming from me? I'm just anyways, telling you what the people say. Anyways, my top five for the final time is Quavo, Quavius, Nav, Nav, Travis Scott, Travis, Lil Uzi, and I will put... Michael Mar. Mar has some nice songs. That's funny. 
Um, and then my last person is Jack Harlow. Oh, forgot Tory Lane. Tory Lane's got to right. be in my list. You got to be in my list. That's your five? I'll put Tory in there. Yeah. Tory, that. aside from him shooting a woman, we don't condone that. But he's a phenomenal artist. Yeah. Phenomenal the artist. The he, dropped the, he dropped the uh, deluxe to his 80s album yesterday. Anything great? Phenomenal. Ten new songs. I think six of them are like golden. Lady Namek? Lady Namek. Great song. Is that Lady Na- Lady of Namek? Something, Something like, like that. that. That's a phenomenal... Yeah, that album itself, like, a masterpiece. It's cemented it's to me. A like, well, it's one of the best that I... Like, you know what it is? It's one of those best late night albums to listen to while you're on a drive. I come back from the gym at 2 a.m. There's I'm a just... song on there called Pink Dolphin Sunset. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Phenomenal. I don't know off the top of it. Phenomenal. <laughs> That's fucking funny. Holy. The goat list right there, man. How we do it? Sounds good. How we do it? Thanks for watching another episode of the Coffee Break Podcast. You have your host, me, Jama. Paul. <laughs> I'm switching Sorry. it up, bro. You can't, no, dog. You can't limit me to one name. I'm gonna be who I want to be. Be who you want to be. I am this never is the gonna Coffee Break Podcast. I am we never can do what we want, bro. Hey, okay, okay. It's the Coffee I'm, Break Podcast. Apologies, apologies. Just be whoever you want, on, Anyways, back to the point. <laughs> but it's on my hat. If you guys didn't know, man. You slim. I'm slim for life, bro. Say less. I'm slim. Make sure to follow us on all our social media platforms, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. And you know we're coming out with weekly videos, so make sure to be prepared for that. Other than that, have an amazing rest of your day, and peace out.